What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I am your boy. I am your host, Dino Red, and I have with me, as always, my ride and eyes, Miss Dijon Monique. What's up, world? It's your girl. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lily. Jam! <laughs> man, okay. So I'm going to get the pleasantries with you guys out because I, like, I got a lot to say today. I got a lot. You know, some days it's like, oh, I don't have anything, whatever, whatever, but I got a lot to say. So, Pip, I don't know if we're talking about this, but you know you had this thing, the medical thing. How did that go? Oh, fine. Okay. It was just fine. It was very basic. It's basic, but I just had to be sedated. Okay. Never been sedated before. Really? Yeah. When I got my wisdom teeth pulled, I just opted for local anesthesia. Bad choice. I should (laughs) be sedated. (laughs) You know, to me, the sedation is probably is the um, more underrated aspect of surgery. Oh, Everybody's absolutely. so worried about the cutting part mm-hmm. and the, the this and the that. That stuff, because I've, I've had a couple of surgeries, to, you know, as when I was younger, I'd never had any. But I've as I got older, I've had a couple. And oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> the the next. Oh, I was like, I woke up and I was like, what? What did I do? Right. Wow. I do? And I didn't re- I didn't even realize that it was the anesthesia. Why I was feeling so messed up. I was mm. thinking it was just the whole surgery mm. in general. But it wasn't until after I got home and started healing and noticing that the pain, especially with the pain, meds, wasn't really all that bad. Mm-hmm. It was the an- the. The, the effects, effects of, of the, the right. anesthesia wow. that lasted for days. Wow. That's, what, that's what happened to me now. So was, yeah. I thought maybe because it was my first time. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was about, it was two days before I got over it. Right. And like, I had to take the next day off from work because I was in a fog. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I just, I mean, Don't I just. feel could, like yourself. You feel fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So I just took that whole day off. That was a wash. And then the next day I went to work, but I was like a zombie and I was super emotional. Oh, like wow. I would start crying and stuff. <laughs> you know what it is to me? I feel like. I think I've never been uh, date rate drugged or whatever, mm-hmm. but I feel like that it's similar. Yeah, I think I, I think when that. you wake up after after uh, being under anesthesia, I feel like it's similar to how you wake up after you've been under hit, with a date rate. Yeah, with, with <laughs> hypnol. 
Yeah, I think it's, I think it's similar. <laughs> that's you know, I have crazy. nothing to base that on. That's just what I feel. That's, that's what I think. I've never been put under, so I don't know. But yeah. now I'm like, oh my god, y'all making me feel some type of way no, now. No, but here's the thing though about it. So you're, I'm in this procedure room, and there's somebody next to me. He's like, oh, I'm gonna be giving you a little something. They don't tell you when they're gonna give you something. He's like, but he just tell you, I'm gonna give you a little something. And you're just gonna go to sleep, and then the, the nurse says, turn to your left, and then she puts something in my mouth, and then I wake up and I hear, Pip, <laughs> are you all right? Are you all right, Pip? Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like a second later. <gasps> what? <laughs> and you know what? That whole thing about, oh, uh, count backwards. They yeah, don't that's, that. I was they just don't, about to say that. They don't do that anymore. What? You you be waiting for that part. Yeah. And next thing you know, the surgery's over. Oh, yeah. my God. You be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the part where y'all tell me to count? You know, you watching them nature specials, and yes. you see an elephant, and the elephant just going, to do 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 and dart in the ass. Yep. And then, like, a second, it's like, whoa. Yep. And then they out. Damn. And then they wake up, and they're like, uh. I'm in a cage. <laughs> no, or, or they like right back where they started. And they're like, yeah. what just, it's, yeah. the sun is going down. Yep. It, is. it is just like that. It's just like that. I remember Wait a minute. the last time I had surgery, I was sitting there. I was like, okay. I'm like, they're not going to put me out without me knowing I'm about to be out this time, uh-huh. right? I'm going to, I'm looking for it. I'm waiting. And I'm sitting there talking and I'm waiting for them to do something to let me know I'm about to put up a mask over my face. Something. Or start something. And next thing I know, oh. <laughs> I'm waking up in recovery room. Like what? <laughs> what? So I think they what they do now is they put it in your IV. That's oh. exactly. And they do something. Yeah, they come over to your IV and they put it in there, and you don't even know what they're <sighs> doing because you, people mess with your IV so much. Right. They put it in your IV, and you sitting there waiting for that TV shit. And right. Next thing you know, it's over. <laughs> no mask on the face. Countdown from nope. ten. None of that. No. None of that. That shit is none of that. Oh my god! TV Y'all just so blew my long. mind. Yeah, Y'all blew my mind. Old school. So that wow. was this week. That was that. It was mostly about the sedation. The mm-hmm. procedure was super easy. It was yeah. Just, yeah. But but they had to put me out to do this particular procedure. <laughs> right. I'm at it. I feel cool. like they're tricking you. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad everything was, was copacetic. Yeah. Me too. I'm you know, happy. Good, and good, good results. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Cool. That's the most cool. important. Dejan, how about you? What's up? My week was crazy. Started from last Sunday all the way up until uh, just a couple of days ago. I'm going to start off light and just say, Jack got a girlfriend. Oh, I've been Jack, trying to, yeah. Jackie, Jack, Jack. Jack's and, not fixed? He's not fixed. He came oh to God. me. I got him not fixed. So Yeah. That's but, your, you know what? I'm not going to even Thank you. Say that. So I'm walking Jack, right? <laughs> I'm walking Jack, and it was like a dog on the other side of the gate. So Jack was, you know, at the gate looking, wagging his tail. And the lady was like, is he fixed? And I was like, no. And just as I was like, no, Jacqueline squeezed himself through the gate. Now he's <laughs> he underneath the gate with the dog. And I was wow. apologizing to the lady, like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, trying to pull him back on the leash. But he under the gate. I can't pull him back with that. So I, I had to let him go and then go around her gate. But she was like, no, it's okay. I'm trying to breed my dog. What I wanted, kind of dog was her dog? Like a little uh, Maltese mix. And Jack's a terrier Maltese mix. Okay. And they were the same color and everything. So. So okay, that worked out good for you. It did, but just as you, know you can be sued for that. For what? If your dog mates with an, another dog, unwilling and the the owner is not yeah on board well, with that. Well, like if it's a like if it's a show dog mm-hmm. or you know a certain pedigree or whatever, mm-hmm. they don't want their dogs just mating with yeah. any random dog. I wouldn't want my dog so, humping on any old right. street rat anyway. And then and especially they responsible for the puppies and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so she gonna have to. She gonna so be can, responsible. Yeah, you can be uh, you can be sued for that. Yeah, no, but she was uh, she was before I could even. Uh, say anything <laughs> she was like no i'm trying to get my i'm trying to 
mate my dog and get her. Yeah, I'm trying to get her knocked up. She set this shit up. She must have set it up. (laughs) Because let me tell y'all, just a few minutes after, I didn't even know this lady's name, her husband, her sister was standing out there, everybody. She had Jack whole penis in in her hand trying to put it inside of her dog. It was was crazy. We was out there for like 10 minutes. Jack almost died because he was... (laughs) He didn't know what to do. Poor Jack, he couldn't get it in. He could not. It was. It was. It was a mess. It was a. Uh, it was a. It was a mess. Jack said, "Hashtag dogs need lube too. They need lots of lube, <laughs> apparently, because he. I had the other dog. I was holding the girl dog's leg up. Jack still couldn't get it in. I was like, this is ridiculous. I felt bad for the lady because she had. She was. She was doing the hard part." I was in. Jack was looking at me. I'm like, Jack, don't look at me. <laughs> so this is actually was a joint project between you and this lady you don't really know? Yeah, I don't know her. Oh, her name is Monique. It became oh. that. Yes, I did. I met her. Yeah. I got her name afterwards. So and her you phone and number. the dogs and this lady had a group sex. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't work. So it didn't he work. Never, he never did. He get... never could get it. We tried wow. and tried and tried. And be, Poor we, Jack. I know we tried until Jack, Jack went home with blue balls. He, yeah, <laughs> and we and I gave him plenty of time until he was going to kill himself. He couldn't breathe. He couldn't move. I had to carry him in the house with his little thing out. I was embarrassed. Everybody, oh, oh my god! He, first of all, don't be embarrassed. That's what I do in those situations. I just walk away. I, <laughs> I have a cigarette. I try to think about something else. Yeah. Then I take some mint. And I go back okay. and I do it again. Yeah, see, I took them. So I took them back the next day. Because I'm like, Jack, you know what? We're going to get these puppies. And you're not going to embarrass me like this. <laughs> this is a shame. So we went back the next day. With Doggy Viagra. With with with, with a pep talk this <laughs> time. <lube>. Right? <laughs> we went over there. Lou from Petco. Okay, all that. We're going to get, the, we getting these puppies. <laughs> So, so we the, go over there. Is there a deal? Like when the puppies are born, are you going to get half of them or anything like that? I don't like want, or, I don't don't want, want them. them. You're just, I just helping want, her out. Yeah, I'm helping her and out. And letting Jack get off. Exactly. Okay. More, more than anything is for Jack because Jack, right. I've seen Jack try to mount a cat. So he's yeah. he's backed well, up. Yeah. He's backed up. Yeah. I, he can't hump no more. Teddy bears, pillows, right. this dog bed, yeah. other people's dog's bed. Yeah, he that's get why some. he couldn't get it in. He was too excited. No, they tell you this. Like, well, they told me this. You got to be careful. Like, you can't masturbate too much. Then when it's to get to the real thing, you it, it don't feel right. Mm. So he couldn't get it. He was all on her back. <laughs> I was like, How old Jack. is Jack? He's five. Oh, geez. And he's never had any? No, not never. that I know. I, I got him when he was almost three. Almost three. Yeah. So I don't know if he's. So he's like a teenager sexually. Yeah. So I don't know what he's had before me, right. but I know we're going to get it popping this week. I'm giving her today off. She get today. She going to rest. Yeah. But tomorrow, 11 a.m., we back at they though. Oh, wow. We back. We getting these. Jack, we're going to we gonna. Needless to say, the second time we went, he couldn't get it either. He was too aggressive. He was holding her down. And we had to leave because she was tripping. You got to teach Jack how to treat women. I tried. <laughs> I told him to give her a kiss. He didn't want. He wanted to kiss that cooch. He was like, give me that tutu, ho. That's all he wanted. I feel like I know way too much about Jack's personal life right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I seen his whole thing. I seen too much of Jack that I I don't even want to see. Oh my but goodness. yeah, poor Jack. But other than that happening, getting Jack some, um, I just been. Y'all know if y'all listen. Last week we had the whole. Char's situation. Char was here. Well, my neighbor came back maybe like a couple days ago and told me that when him and Char were walking to the store, Char 
I guess the police were riding by. And as soon as the police got to where they were, she dropped down on the floor, threw her hands in the air and started crying. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, why would she do that? And he was like, I don't know. I just had to keep walking (laughs) because you know how that look. It just looked bad. And so I was very, I was mad at your friend. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? And she was just mad at me because I didn't want to buy her no wine. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. She was mad at me because she said I wasn't being a gentleman. I was like, oh, wow. So, yeah. So, I'm dealing with that whole Charles situation this this week. That's what I've been doing. Okay. How's your week, Dino? Yeah. <laughs> well, since you brought up the, the Char thing, I probably should have said this first, but whatever. Uh, okay, so you guys know that last week we had an in-studio in guest, mm-hmm. which was... Dijon's friend, Char, which I wasn't going to say her name. And if you didn't hear the show, you just didn't hear it. But since Dijon didn't put it out there, <laughs> and she, we, we, you know, she, we did put it out there last week. Anyway, um, well, first of all, I'm say there's a new rule of Red Rock. There's no more guests unless <laughs> they're going to be on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is the reason why. So after, after, so, okay, to let the, the, the studio audience know, um, you guys heard the little exchange Pip had. Well, you heard Pip's side of it anyway. You heard Pip kind of checking Char and putting her in a place a little bit because she was getting... Uh, um, rowdy? Yes, rowdy. Rowdy is a, is a good word for it. Well, what you don't know is that she got her feelings hurt and she walked up. She got up and walked out of the studio after that. But I will say, before Pip told her, I told her. I told her before Pip told her. That same moments before before that. Yeah, and even before you guys, she got, you guys got here. Right, you, you told her. Whatever. Right, but I'm just saying because they heard mine is up on the mic. Right. right, that was part of the conversation with her. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You do so not. That's, yeah, that's why I was dressing that because that's they heard that half of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, half of it. Yes. So she got. Yes, I love that part of the show. Thank you for keeping that in. Oh yeah, I wasn't gonna. Yeah, so I, you know, I try to keep it real. Yeah, y'all know that. That's what I try to do. Uh, so she, she got up and she got her feelings hurt and she walked out of the studio. So we continued the show, which I don't know, was maybe another 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was. And then afterwards we went up, 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 up stairs to, uh, outside in front of the house to take a couple of pictures for the, you know, for our, for our show or whatever. Uh, I thought, I assumed that she left and was sitting in the car or on the porch or something like that. Turns out she was not. She was not in the car. She was not on the porch. We don't know where Nowhere she was. Nowhere to be found. So DeJounte we called she her. called her several times. Voicemail full. Did not get an answer. Her voicemail was full. Voicemail was full. Did not get an answer. I heard it. So Pip and, De, well, we all assumed that she went home, mm-hmm. you know? So Pip and DeJounte left. I went, came back down here to the studio to finish editing the show like normal. Well, while I was down here, I heard somebody knocking at the door, and immediately I'm like, okay, she must have came back because who else, you know, randomly knocking on my door on a Sunday morning after the show. So I go up top, and sure enough, it's Char. And so we have an exchange, and I'm like, well, you know, Dijon says she called you several times and didn't get answered, da-da-da, we thought you went home. She's like, oh, I happen to know somebody nearby, and I was hanging out over there for a while. And uh, I was like, okay, well, do you want me to ask, call Dee Dee and see if she wants to come get you or what do you want to do? She's like, well, I'll just call an Uber or, you know, a Lyft or something like that. I'm like, okay, well, you want to come down to the studio and hang out while, you know, your your ride comes. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, it's no problem. You know, I'm going to edit the show. And she, oh, and she tells me how much she's, you know, 
interested in editing and this and that and whatever. So she comes down and we having a pleasant conversation while I'm working on the show. And she is a talker. So she is getting it all out that she couldn't get out when she was d- sitting here during the show. And, uh, you know, she's just talking about her relationship with Dee Dee and how much she loves her and this and that and how, you know, whatever, whatever. And um, so uh, she's continuing to drink now, right? So uh, Dee Dee took the champagne with her that she brought. So she's drinking my rum and she's drinking it straight. And like I said, everything's fine. You know, she never did call for an, uh, an Uber at this point. And then she, she called a couple of guys. And one of them, she kind of asked for a ride, but that didn't work out. And she was kind of flirting around with a couple of different guys that she called. And uh, so at this point, I'm kind of finished with the show now. And actually, I noticed while I was doing the, while I was editing that the conversation she was having, I thought I was hearing the guy over the phone, but not hearing her say anything anymore. And then I'm at, I'm hearing him like ask like, Char, Char, like call her name. Like, and she's not responding. She's just kind of sitting there and she's kind of got her head down and the lights were off she had turned the lights off in the studio at this point and she so she was sitting there and the, kind of in the dark with her head down and just being real solemn and quiet which you know I, I i could tell just knowing her the little bit of time that i had that her being that quiet was very unusual <laughs> <laughs> you know so i'm like well, are you okay are, are you oh, what's going on sure and i'm asked so she's not saying anything to either of us at this time but this, by this time, she had uh, disconnected with the guy on the phone, and she's not answering me either. I'm like, why are you not talking? Why are you? So I turned the light on to look at her in the face to kind of see what's going on, because I'm trying to figure out, is she having some sort of medical situation, or what's going on? Because I don't really know at this time. And so she kind of like, just, she's like, I'm okay, do your thing, do your thing. I'm like, I'm finished with my thing. We need to get you a ride, you know, so mm-hmm. you, you go go home, you know. I'm done. You know, I did my thing. She's like, oh, I don't want to go home. I want to stay here. I'm like, well, oh you, I'm like, you can't stay here. It's time for you to go. I'm about to go and, you know, it's, it's Sunday. I'm about to go up and I got things to do with my family, whatever. I want to stay with you. I'm like, you can't stay with me. <laughs> oh and so she, at this time, she starts like wandering around the studio. She starts getting really erratic. She knocks over all the microphones. They get all tangled up. She's like over here on my board. Um, messing around with buttons and everything. She's trying to sit on my lap. I'm like, no, there'll be none of that. <laughs> not in the house. Mm-hmm. My wife is upstairs. Mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. not period, mm-hmm. but especially not that, you know? <laughs> and so I'm at this point, I'm like, I'm starting to get very, very uncomfortable because I'm having like all kind of like thoughts of like, this is not a good situation. Right. She is very like, at this point, I, I understand now that she's extremely drunk. How she, it seemed like she went from zero to 60, I do not know. She itty bitty too. I don't know if she had something other than alcohol when she was at this other house. You know, that might explain something, you know, or she had even more alcohol there or whatever. But the alcohol that she had when she was here the first time with Dee Dee and then the alcohol that she had here with me didn't seem to equal, you know, but I don't know if she didn't eat. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying it, it I, there are all kinds of things running through my head, especially like, okay, what if... You know, I'm like, I got to get this girl home, but I'm afraid to like, you know, so I don't, I'm not going to just put her out on the street. She's too messed up. Can't do that. So I'm going through her phone and I'm looking for Uber or Lyft app. Uh, there's no Uber or Lyft app, which tells me she doesn't have an account. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, I could, I have Uber and Lyft. I could do, but I'm afraid to do that because she's so messed up. The Uber or Lyft driver could take advantage of her or mm-hmm. any num- num- number of people between she leaves from her leaving my house 
to wherever she ends up because there's yeah, no guarantee that she. I don't she know. She might say, "Let me out here." Yeah, I don't know her address. That's another thing. You know, I don't want to go through her her purse right. looking for her ID, looking for her address. I don't want to do that. And there's and like and that's not even a guarantee because people sometimes have out that outdated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My address information. On my, on my ID is not where See, I See, exactly. So yeah. I don't, I can't do that. So I'm like, okay, let me call Dee Dee because, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. she'll, she can come to the rescue. And I'm like, uh, I'm just like thinking this is a long shot because 99% of the time when I call Dee Dee, I don't get an answer. I get like voicemail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I call her and she answers. And I'm so happy that she, I'm like, please come get your friend. She is, is not good right now. She's acting really crazy and erratic. And, and I also didn't mention at this time, she had, at, uh, between me calling Dee Dee and, uh, she had she had got up and she's stumbling around. I'm trying to keep her. She and every time I touch her, she's like doing like like get your hands off me type like throwing, moves. Throwing you, right? Mm. Throwing her and I I don't want to throwing her hands back and getting and swatting you off. Right, right. <clears throat> and I'm trying not to like touch her without her consent, right. but at the same time, I don't want her falling down and hurting herself because right. she is not able to walk. Right. She is stumbling, in your studio sloppy, where you could drunk. be liable too. Right, in my house. Right, exactly. So I'm like, I don't want her to, to hurt herself. You know, she could easily hurt herself because she is not able to stand up on her own. She is very, what they call sloppy drunk. Yeah. You know, out of control. And she's trying to throw things. She picked up that stool that's sitting next, that sits next to Pip, lifted it up over her head, and she had it like pointed towards my brand new furnace <laughs> like she was going to throw it and I was able to get around to the table and, and get it out of her hands. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Then she gets up and she runs and she I have video of this and she throws herself onto that, that blue tarp that's back there. Mm-hmm. When she doesn't know what's under there, it could have been something pointy under there. Right. And she could have impaled herself. Glass. I'm so glad it was nothing. Metal. I'm so glad it was nothing uh, dangerous back there but she ran and threw herself onto that pile right oh there. God. I have that on video. I showed that to Dee Dee. And that's when I called Dee Dee. And I was like, please come get your friend. This is not a good situation. It is so bad. She is so out of control right now. I don't know what happened. We were sitting here talking, having a good time. And all of a sudden, she just started acting crazy. And Dee Dee's like, well, what? Well, can I talk to her? I'm like, well, yeah, you can talk to her. You know, if, if she'll talk to you, whatever. She's like, well, do you want me to talk to her on your phone? Or do you want me to call? I'm like, I don't care. Just come get her. <laughs> come get her. You know, so she... <laughs> I didn't know her. if he had stepped out the room or I didn't no, know. No, she's standing right here. So she, she calls her and she picks up the phone and she goes, eh, and she, you know, sends yeah. a voicemail and, and, and right and, there in front of Dino. In front of me, right? And so she calls me back. She goes, she's not answering her phone. I'm like, yeah, she's not answering her phone because she's tripping. She's like, why are you? I'm like, why are so you? All those times she was calling her, mm-hmm. she could have been she she probably doing that same thing. Yeah, oh probably my doing God. the same Exactly. So I'm like, why are you like trying to call her? Can you just come get her? She's here. I'm telling you, she's here. She, well, I was just trying to talk to her and calm her down. I'm like, just please come get her. Please, because this situation is so not good right now. Give me and, a time frame, y'all. What what time is this now? It's like two hours after the show. I got I, yeah. side note, I'm at home with my drawers, with my feet up, <laughs> eating a lingua and carne inside a burrito. Okay. Watching Orange is the New Black. So I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I hope this girl because I don't know her. And she seemed like a nice lady, right? You know, while we were talking, whatever. She seemed like a nice person who has a problem. You know what I mean? But I'm like, oh, my God. Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of paranoid about these situations. And I'm like, what is she? Oh, my God. What if she says I did something that I touched? And I'm like having, like, I'm hearing Pip in my head saying, any man, I don't care his upbringing, upbringing. I don't care if he's brought up in church. Any man who gets a chance, going to take advantage of a woman. And I'm like, oh, shit. I already know that they're going to believe her. Over me, if it comes down to my word against hers, 
I'm like, I need to get her upstairs where my wife is. So I got a, a witness or whatever. And I did not want to involve my wife in this. But I was like, that's the best thing for me. And I'm like you thinking about all these about times that. when you like when you see these TV shows where these guys get caught in these situations where it's not what it looks like. Right. It's because they didn't speak up soon enough. Right. Or they didn't. Right. Right. I'm like, let me get her upstairs. And, you know, like I said, she's falling all over. She's ragdolling. And so I'm like holding her or whatever. And I'm like trying not to touch in the, any wrong areas or anything. And it's just so bad. And I'm so nervous and I'm so scared. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so bad. So I just I get her upstairs. And she's like, you know that that little lamp, that little uh, shade that covers the uh, the the glass part of the window for the door that you yeah. guys come into the studio. Yeah. She's like pulling on. I'm like, please don't do that. Oh. Whatever. She's pulling that all the way down to the floor, and she lets it go. And it's like, and I'm like, why are you doing this? She's just like, oh. I didn't, I didn't mention she's like punched me a couple of times and kicked at me a few times too at this point as well. And she's going from one extreme between like between like like hitting on me and like. Hitting kind of, you, <laughs> hitting, hitting me and hitting on me, like pushing up, like you know. I'm like, she's going from one extreme to the other, and I'm like, oh my god, this girl is crazy. So I get her upstairs, I put her into the bathroom, I close the door because she says she needs to go like use a bad, the bathroom. bad, like a bad dog. So I put her in the bathroom, I close the door, and I go immediately to my wife. I'm like, honey, there's a situation here, and I just I hate to involve you in this, but you need to know what's going on because it, it's not good and it doesn't look good, whatever. And so I explained to her what. You know, we were celebrating and, you know, we were drinking and she had too much to drink. And I explained to her the whole story and why she's here and Dijon's not and this right. and that, whatever. And just as I was explaining that, we hear all these retching sounds coming from the bathroom that are really loud. Really oh. so loud that Danya got off the computer and came in there and was like, what the fuck, y'all? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on around here? I'm like, baby, uh, the lady is sick. You know, she was on daddy's show and she's sick. She had too much to drink. Just go back to the computer and ignore, you know, what you hear. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's in there throwing up. I'm like, well, at least she made it to the bathroom where there's tile and stuff, whatever. And uh, she comes out a little bit later. And I go in there, and she hadn't thrown up. She just was making, I guess she was trying to, maybe. She wanted more attention. That bitch is an attention whore. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, and I introduced her to her. I'm like, honey, this is Char. Char, this is my wife, Shantae. And she's reaching. She's like, oh, hi. It's so nice to meet you. Your husband is so nice. And then she's like... She's reaching towards my wife's like midsection with uh-huh. both hands out, kind of like like you you do like arms for the poor, you know, kind of like that kind of most gesture. And me and my wife was looking like what, what she's like looking at them like what what are you reaching for? What's going? On? And then I'm like what short? What are you doing? She's like I I I, I pinch nipples. Oh, I pinch nipples. I like to pinch nipples. And then she's like reaching for my. I'm like no, we don't do that in this house. We don't pinch nipples. Not mine or my wife's. <laughs> And she's like, oh, uh, my uh, why is the big deal? That's just what I do. I like doing it. That's what I do. I'm like, okay, let's let's get you, have a seat here. And we're going to, Didi's on her way to get you. Can I get you some water? Yeah, yeah, I have some water. Someone, and every little thing I'm saying is, is like a lot harder than it sounds because I'm just going to get her some water. It was hard because immediately as soon as I leave her alone, she gets up and starts trying to wander around. What and is wifey doing? She's stand, stand, just watching her show and like <laughs> watching her show and watching the live show that is Char. <laughs> so she's between like looking at the screen and then over here looking at Char stumbling around like, man, she is really drunk. <laughs> so like, why? She, but she didn't jump in to help? She no. No, <laughs> like, she's like, this, this is your mess. problem. Uh-huh, exactly. This is like, you deal with it, whatever. Uh, thanks for alerting me, and but so, this is your problem. Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay, good. Thanks. You did good. Let me know what's going on, whatever. <laughs> and then so I'm trying to sit Char down, and then she starts reaching for my, my pants 
and my junk and like trying to pull it off, open my pants. And I'm like, Char, you see my wife sitting right here. What are you doing? And my wife's sitting there looking at her do this. And I'm like, why? Are, what is wrong with you? Like you drunk or not, you asking for it. You better, right? you better sit down here and, and behave yourself because my <laughs> wife is going to, you know, go off on you. And she's like, man, she is really messed up. I was like, yeah, she really is. <laughs> so, so finally she passes out and Dee Dee shows up like maybe 20 minutes after she passes out, 15 minutes, something like that. And so Dee Dee shows up and I tell Dee Dee the whole story or pretty much most of it. I had to sit down when Dino was telling me the story. Yeah. I, if I didn't sit down, I was going to fall down. So this is now around like three o'clock. Mm-hmm. No, it's like two. Okay. It's like oh, two o'clock. Like two, two twenty, two thirty. When you send it, the yeah, maybe text. it's a little bit. I later. have no idea. I, I have yeah, no me idea. either. I'm, actually, I'm, so, I'm doing a timeline. I'm so I, unaware of the time. I the the time was the last thing on my mind. Yeah, and I had my hands yeah. full. But I do know it was some length of time because right after when after Didi finally got her, you know, I finished dinner, which I had already started, and I thought I was like, you know, we were gonna have an early dinner or or dinner was gonna be done really early. And when I finished uh, dinner, I was I had I was making enchiladas, and so the meat had already been done. So you know all you have to do is roll up the roll tortillas up and, and put them in the, in the oven. oven. That's the only part I had to do. And when that got done, it was like five thirty, almost six, and I was like, "Damn!" She's like, "What?" I was like, "I thought I thought I was I thought it was early, but it's late. It's actually dinner time." And she's like, yeah, you you spend a lot of time dealing with your situation. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. I, 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 I did not know all this post-show stuff. Right. I mean, I knew some a couple of highlights that I was able to piece together. And I saw Dijon this week, who just sort of, again, just gave me just, like, brief, right. briefest of highlights. And then I was like, okay, all right. But I was telling the story this week because it was just so unusual. Yeah. And then also there was a big tragic event that happened like around in that same timeline i was like it was yep and that's that's the thing that made me even more upset a little bit later and even not knowing what happened here with you gino i was like oh my gosh she could have gotten involved exactly so drunk exactly there was was no way i was gonna let her go you know without like dijon or something at this point because it was just too it was just it was too unsafe it was too i didn't trust i didn't trust uber or lyft i didn't trust a taxi cab i didn't trust anybody with her you know what i'm saying except dijon at this point so, so when I came to pick up Char, I came inside the house. Char was passed out on the couch. Dino briefed me on what had happened. I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I can't believe that she's acting like this. I apologized to Dino. I apologized to Dino's wife. Yeah. And I was just like, just so upset. So I'm trying to, you know, pick her up and take her outside and put her in a car. And Dino's like, bye, bye, bye. And she's like, but well, what do you mean bye? What do you mean bye? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no. Yeah, she started getting pissed because she didn't want to leave. She did not want to leave. She too legit to quit. She too legit. You know, Danya has the whole Barbie room inside <laughs> inside the den. Right. So she was like, I wanted to play inside the Barbie house. I'm like, bitch, oh if you don't get your God. motherfucking ass in the car. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even know about that. Yes. Part. <laughs> On your porch. That's why we, it was taking uh, us so long to get her out the door. Yeah. And then she was like, my shoes, my shoes. I'm like, your shoes already in the car, boo. Right. Come on, just your get shoes, in. Your purse, everything. everything. All we need is you. I had packed up her the stuff that she left at right. my house i put that in the car i'm taking you right home do not pass go do not collect 200 dollars. you're going home and you better hope you make it all the way there because how i'm feeling right now and what i just heard i'm i'm just i might just take you to your daddy house so we in a car we're driving back to hollywood and she's um covering my eyes with her hand she's, while you're driving while i'm driving oh my god 
She poking me in the side while I'm driving. She stuck both of her bare feet out the passenger side window while I'm driving. She climbed from the front, took her seatbelt off, climbed from the front seat to the back seat and back from the back seat to the front seat while I'm driving. Oh, my God. And just just the same thing that you said, you know, she was very erratic. She went from trying to be mad at me inside the car, like, oh, I can't believe you betrayed me, to <laughs> then crying, to then, like, laughing and dancing with the music up. Like, I'm just like, God, all please, over all over the map. I'm yeah. just, like, praying to God, like, God, please just let me drive back to her house get her and get her safe. yeah and get her in her house where you can lock her up thank <laughs> you well she can lock her own self up but <laughs> right, at this right. point you you trying to kill me and i'm trying to help you oh my god yeah. so we get so i get get her all the way back in front of her house after all the escapades and everything that she's doing and and it's almost not even making it i have to slam on my brakes and uh, the whole nine get in front of her house i help her take her stuff out the car and put it on her porch and she's just standing in my door like the passenger side door she's standing right there so i get back inside the car and i'm like sure close the door go outside your house go and she just like all wobbling drunk i'm like sure close my door so she's just and standing then, there I, and i'm i'm guessing it's been a, a good two and a half hours since she's had her last drop of liquor at this point mm-hmm. i would like to say so it took us like 35 minutes to Did drive for because she hadn't had anything to drink for a long time she finished this this bottle a long time before Dee Dee got here. Yeah, but she hadn't eaten anything all the other, all that liquor the whole day. She, yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know. I and don't know what she did. What she when she when she was gone. And I'm sure right. that blue but lipstick I think she is did toxic. <laughs> she did something. <laughs> That blue, that blue lipstick was toxic. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Happy twentieth anniversary, y'all! <laughs> this dude. <laughs> if you have not listened to our two hundredth oh episode, oh my god! Please go you listen got to, to it. You, it'll get, make this story all the, like even that much more like yeah. better. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, she oh, grew yeah. from that seed to that yes. mighty oak. This to the oak tree that is. <laughs> she started off as a small nut and she grew into a mighty oak. So, this, so we're oh, not crazy. done, not done. I know, yeah. So I'm like, sure. Close my door. Close my door. She's standing there. She wobbling. So I reached over from the pa- from the driver's seat to the passenger seat just to try to close it myself so I can go. I'm done looking at her face, and she slammed my door, my car door. <laughs> she said she slammed my door. She slammed my she slammed my passenger door. <laughs> Yeah. And then y'all know Swim might have like, you know, she all right. I was anxious all week though cuz I was really afraid that I was like, oh my god, please don't. And that was another reason why I felt really way only more comfortable about letting her go with Didi. Only feel comfortable with letting her go with Didi cuz like I said I didn't trust anybody with her at this time because I was like, what if what if I put her in a cab or whatever and she's and she's assaulted? And she's like so messed up. She thinks it's me. Oh. Don't even know what I'm saying. Like she don't know who assaulted her. And the mm-hmm. last person she remembers is me. And so mm-hmm. I get pinned for it. You know what I mean? And then I was just like, what if she like feels like you know when I when she was ragdolling or whatever, and I like you know I groped her or something. Or I was just oh my god, I just I was just so worried that I was gonna get some kind of call or oh somebody. My god. I was just, oh. Again, you know, listen to the she's a episode. fucking grown up. Because you will also hear in the 200th episode, Dino was so. Such a great host and cordial to her. And I, she ooh, was acting I tried to warn very him. early in the show, but Dino's like, no, it's okay. It's all right. I mean, you know, good. He's trying to be a good host and blah, blah, blah. But we, we is over here with her energy right next to mm-hmm. us. And she's grabbing my elbow and touching me. And I'm she ready was, to speak. And she's trying yeah, to pull see, my know. shirt. She was mad that. at me. Remember when I tried to tell her, Char, you got to be quiet. You got to be quiet. 
like, take your ass and sit on the couch. You know, I don't know why you gave her headphones and let her sit. I wanted her to sit over there. And she was mad at me for saying that. Right. And so she scooted over next to Pip. Uh, so, cause she, so that's why she scooted over next to Pip because she was mad at me already for uh-huh. telling her, "We gonna put you the fuck out if you don't shut up." <laughs> right. And Dino was being nice, like, "We not gonna put her out. We not gonna put her out. She fine. She not doing it. She fine." I'm like, Dino, I know she she wasn't them, doing bad, but she wasn't of, yeah. doing bad. But I was just trying to scare her a little bit so she wouldn't go further. Yeah, I wasn't aware of all of that, and most of the stuff that I, I knew about was me was either. Off mic. So I'm like, you know, she's, you know, she's off mic or whatever with, you know, a lot of stuff. Cause we had paused a couple of times right, and yeah. things like that. And that's when, she, you know, most of the time I heard her trying to, you know, and I wasn't aware of all the pinching and touching and the elbowing and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I was just, and, and I didn't want her sitting on the couch because you don't get the full experience of the show over there. Right. You know what I mean? No, no, I get phones, it. I get know. it. Yeah. Any normal, regular person, even Danya, <laughs> even a child, could have sat right here with their head with the head. Jack. Jack. Come on now. We could have gave Jack some headphones. He probably would have sat more still because he would have known what was going on. Oh my God. Anybody, a child could have sat right here with the headphones and you say, excuse me, little Johnny, can you keep it down? Johnny would say, I'm sorry, Miss Dijon. Thank you, thank you, Johnny. And we can continue with the show. But for a grown-ass woman older than me, I don't I can't accept that. I can't accept that. I cannot accept that. You can't control your own self. No, she cannot. I can I can't. I can't. It came up to me. Somebody so said that use that phrase, the phrase I hate actually. Um uh you feel in some kind of way about I hate when people say that actually cuz it's like yeah. oh, I it's a very specific way. You don't have to call it some kind of way. <laughs> you know Just the like way. Just say the way. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty clear to me the way I was feeling about it. Yeah. <laughs> I told her, I told her when we paused the show, I told her, I'm like, sure, you got to be quiet. You can't be distracting. Because that was the whole thing. I'm like, you can't be like just distracting. Like we trying to, you know, whatever you want to laugh and whatever. But we're going to put you out. Like, You're going to get put out. You're going to get put back over there on the couch. And we were celebrating a big occasion. And Dino was like, no, she fine. She all right. She ain't. And I'm just like, I was like, Dino, let me, <laughs> let me do it. And he was like, no. And I was like, all right, fine. All right, Shar, you straight. Now she was feeling some type of way, so she scooted over. And then, then <laughs> she shouldn't have never scooted by Pip. Yeah, that was... <laughs> she thought Pip was going to save her. That's what it was. Very emotionally draining for me. V- very draining. much for both of us. And I apologize to you and your family again, Dino, because that was not, that ain't right. Nobody should um, behave that way. Oh, my. All right, we halfway into the show already. Right, and so <laughs> well, that what <clears throat> and uh, at the the event that Pimp hit it hinted at earlier uh, was the 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 murder of uh, local rapper and community activist Nipsey Hussle. Uh, he he I don't know exactly where around here he's from, but I know he's from around here because I first met uh, Nipsey Hussle years ago before you know he got he he made it and he was at the gas station. Uh, like you know, slinging his uh, CDs. Yeah, and I st- for the for for years I had his his, uh, his mixtape, um, handwritten with you know his name on it uh, up at my house. I, I don't know, it just appeared. Um, hopefully, it it turn up again because it kind of might be a collector's item or something. But anyway, um, and he was just always around. You know, I I would always see him over there on that same intersection on uh, Crenshaw and Slauson. Right. So I just figured he was after you know, even after he became you know famous. I figured he just lived somewhere around. I don't know exactly where, but, and then, you know, his store is right over there. So anyway, um, 
Yeah, he was he was gunned down. It looks like it turned out it was like some somebody he knew, some somebody from um, the neighborhood that was, you know, they got into like a, a minor altercation, like if you can even call it that, you know, uh, from what I hear it, the, the, the day before, the day prior, Saturday, he came around and this guy is apparently a known snitch or something like that and not not liked, not well liked in the neighborhood. And he told him that he could, you know, he asked him to leave, leave his store, that he wasn't welcome there or whatever. And the guy left. And so he comes back the next day, Sunday, and uh, walks up on Nipsey and executes him. And then he jumps into this, this getaway car in the alley and uh, gets away. I heard he's uh, been caught now. Yeah. He's been caught. Yeah, he's been, he's, Eric Holder is his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's since been caught. And uh, the community here. Chris is Darden the, is his attorney. Yes, Chris Darden. Exactly. Yeah, Chris Darden is his uh, defense attorney. Right. Mm-hmm. So he, he finds himself in some precarious uh, cases, cases that Chris Darden. Mm. But uh, anyway, um, for those of you who are not familiar with Nipsey Hussle, he 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 was not super famous, but he was his his fame was growing. His he just won a Grammy growing. or he just got nominated for a Grammy. <laughs> yeah. And he was uh, very well loved in the community. The community had like a, a, a very intense reaction to to his uh, his murder. He's been mentioned on this show. Yeah, and he he has they they have been out there having vigils for him. It's been a week now, every day like, down there, every day, every day, and helicopters and stuff were like buzzing around the news and whatever for like days afterwards. It was oh very nerve wracking. Well, I stopped to get us some donuts this morning at Slauson Donuts, which is across the street from mm-hmm. the yes. marathon, and so it is still people. There's a police, there's heavy police presence, mm-hmm. and it's but it's still people paying respect. It's still people bringing yeah. flowers. His car, his car is still there mm-hmm. that he drove to work that day. Uh, uh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Everywhere, it really, I go, everywhere I go in South LA, people talking about it. Yeah, because he touched the whole city. Like I'm from the Nipsey Hustle time frame. And so just to know, like so many, my aunt lived on High Park and Crenshaw. My, one of my closest friends lived on uh, Florence and Fifth Ave, which is like the next b- few blocks over from Crenshaw. So I was in that neighborhood all the time every day if not every week my mom lived right on western western engaged so so just to know the demographic of the area just to know how hard it is and just to know that he had overcome all of that and not only persevered but also gave so much to his community to have somebody who was accused of being a snitch come back and take him down like that that's that's just it hurts for our whole city and i'm I'm happy to know that we all are, have been coming together and you know making all these truces and in his name because that's what he was trying to do it's 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 hard this one is this hard too. early on there was reportings of there uh of uh some mayhem at the vigils like right. there was a, a couple of stabbings and fake news things. The, the right. No, there, there really was a stampede, though. There, there yeah, was, there was a stampede. There, there was a stampede, but there were no stabbings. And yeah, so. Well, I know what happened. And there were some people oh. that were some, you know, people injured in the stabbings. I mean, in the stampede. stampede. But but there there was no other type of violence. Yeah, two girls, two girls had gotten into a fight and they knocked over the candles. 
and then everybody started running because they didn't want to get caught on fire. And then, you know, once some people started scattering and everybody started running, then yeah. Can, that's just how it happened. I, I just want to say, uh, and this no, this no disrespect, uh, but when you, when you say the whole city, I find that just kind of strange because it's not really, it's, it's the black community specifically. And I only bring this up because, you know, my boyfriend Jason works in a white barbershop in West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I spent the day yesterday in a black beauty shop getting my hair did here in South L.A. Mm-hmm. And so he and I were talking. I was like, I was, I was like, I was there because I got color done too. But I was there like five hours at the mm-hmm. shop. So I heard every, all the conversations for the day, and it was so much. It was about Nipsey, Nipsey you know, and because and 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 then Jason's like, oh, he's like, I know of this event. I know what's happening because it because because of me. He goes, but nobody's talked about it where I work this whole week. Yeah. So, but I think to yeah. the black community, he's meant a really a lot, like a lot. Definitely he gave back to his. Definitely, yeah, definitely, he had not absolutely. Yeah, a lot of a lot Def- of absolutely. other cultures were not aware of him. Yeah, yeah, and they and I and I actually saw a post that somebody posted where they were saying like, oh, before Nipsey Hussle passed away, he had like one point five million followers or something. Now he has like four million, and everybody that's trying to jump on the Nipsey Hussle bandwagon now, but it's not that's that. Okay. It's not even that. He's reaching an entirely new demographic. Exactly. That's People that never heard of him or probably never would have heard of him right. or never would have you cared to hear about him are now opening up their hearts, opening up their minds to see that this person who was a gangbanger or a gang member did something great, did something positive and did not deserve to die. He was a real person. Well, you know, lift him up. That would be really great. And also, like, I, we talk about all the time about these people that are celebrities and they ain't got nothing to offer. Actually, there actually is somebody that could be aspirational to somebody right. about what you can be, what you can do. Like, yeah, let's let's talk about them. I'm I'm all I'm all for. It. Yeah, you can iconize right. him. I iconize him. He's cool. Yeah, I was a big fan. Did Did you guys hear about the Kodak Black thing? How do you feel about what he said? I didn't hear it. I didn't either. I don't know what it. Yesterday, Kodak Black came out and was and said he was doing a live video and he said he was going to give Lauren London a year to grieve and then he was going to go after her or something like that. Oh, that was very tasteless. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that just tacky. That was very tasteless. Yeah. Low class. Low very much so. I wish you hadn't even gave him, like, I wish you hadn't even gave that any shine. Yeah, I just wanted to know. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's just so, so sad that people are, like, man, I'm hurt for Nipsey Hussle and his family. Okay, so um, we actually have already started the show, but I'm going to go ahead. We haven't played the drop, so let's go ahead and get into these uh, topics. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So there's a man who said he was a missing child named Timothy Piven. Uh, he's been charged with lying to the FBI. Well, this story is crazy. Dude. Yeah, it is. Did you see it when it first came out? I didn't. I didn't see it until you posted it. Okay. I, I was not aware of it. Yeah, so, me either. I saw this story on the news on my way to work one day where they're like, oh, this, you know, this woman had killed herself, had taken her kid out for a nice day out, then killed herself, slashed her wrist in a hotel and to- wrote a suicide note saying he's safe, but he won't ever be found. Right. So this day in Kentucky, this kid had been who had been arrested had claimed to be this missing child. He had been kidnapped. He'd been helping these. He, first, he said like these two muscle bound, these muscle dudes, and they had used him as a sex sex slave and for all, years, yeah, and abused him for years, yeah. So and he's they, supposed to be fourteen at this time. Yeah, turns out it's all a hoax because they had done a swab 
with his consent yeah. in the hospital. He, he wouldn't agree to fingerprints, but he agreed to DNA for some <laughs> weird reason. <laughs> I'm like, don't you know, like DNA tells them more than your fingerprints? Yeah. Right? Especially if you was a child, your fingerprints probably not on file right. nowhere. But you know why? Well, because oh, he's a, oh, because yeah. mm-hmm. he's a he's an ex-con, right? So his fingerprints are on oh, record. Right. Ah. So he's like, he's like, they won't have, they may not have my DNA, but they definitely got my fingerprints. Got it. <laughs> he's like, got I remember it. that day. Not only that, <laughs> he's trying to be a fourteen-year-old. He's like twenty-three. Right? Twenty-three, oh. saying that he's a fourteen-year-old, and he does not <gasps> look like he's not passing. <laughs> it's not like he's like you know. Oh my God, Jason Priestley playing you know uh, Brandon Walsh or something. Right. Uh, like nah, nah, motherfucker, you don't look fourteen. Wow, wow, <laughs> wow. Crazy. I would believe How he was thirty four be? before I would believe he was fourteen. Uh, man, <laughs> I don't know, but that that is pretty stupid. A sex slave. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the uh, the real uh, Timothy Pitson is somewhere we still don't know. Well, the thing is, they they ran his they ran they ran his DNA, and it came back that he and he held on to that he was Timothy until they said, "Look, motherfucker, we ran your DNA. <laughs> you are not Timothy. Give it up. You are not the farmer." And it's like we know who you are. You're you know so and so, right? Yeah, R- Rennie, and uh, he was a recently uh, paroled ex convict. That's a damn shame. <laughs> that is a fucking he shame. He to seeing the show, uh, the, seeing the story on 2020 and decided that he <laughs> would rather, uh, he, he would give up, he wanted to give up his identity, <sighs> assumed identity of Timothy because his family and father seemed so caring and his father, uh, the, the convict, he said that if he'd gone missing, his father wouldn't give a damn. Oh, wow. I'm not buying that part of this. He a grown ass man. You, you not believing that he said it, or you not believing that that is true, or what part of it? How you mean you not? Believing? I I believe that some it might be somewhat true, and he might have said it. But I just like I feel like that just sound like extra. He's trying to get some sympathy, mm-hmm, oh. a bullshit excuse. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because he, he. I mean, we are. He clearly has some ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Sound like he's not really trustworthy to begin with. No, he's not. No, not <laughs> absolutely not. He's trying to pass himself off as ten years younger. And mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm sorry. This is I don't mean to make this racial, but white people don't age as well mm-hmm. as black people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like you, no. <laughs> mm. Ain't that the truth? No. Oh, no. This is a damn shame. And I re- again, when this story first broke, I remember sharing it with a woman at work. I was like, "Isn't this amazing? If what if this is really him?" And to answer your question, Dijon, no, we don't know where the real Timothy is. Still, it's just like his mother said that he's never been found. So. I mean, it looks like she provided for him before he, you know, made made arrangements for him. Or she drowned him somewhere. Him. Well, we, we, yeah. Well, I mean, she 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 she's dead, and it, it didn't say that she committed suicide, but it kind of felt like suicide to me the way the story is go. So I'm like, if she's gonna commit suicide, why not just tell the truth? Why are you gonna lie about it? So I figured she, you know, found a safe place to stash him. Just because it was so ambiguous. He's in a safe place, but you'll never find him again. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, this bitch killed him. <laughs> he did. No, I don't know. But this is crazy. This, uh, what is his name, Rennie? Yeah, he yeah, should. Rennie. He should go back to jail forever. I believe he oh, will. He is. <laughs> oh, he is. Because I mean, you know, he's on parole. Oh wow! Yeah. So he can't even keep he, it that's, together. That's a viol- Any crime violates your parole. Right. And they're charging him for this. Right. So he will be going and he back lied to jail. To, he lied wow. to the feds. Yeah, that's a crime. And he crossed state lines so. to commit a crime. <laughs> so and they so they you know, of course the rest of the article was talking about how, you know, the same, you know, the whole Jussie 
Yeah. The whole Jussie syndrome, how this mm. takes away from resources and diverts energy from real, you know, real crimes. And so they gotta make to, an example out of him. And too. not to mention, it's, it's horrible for the the family of this Timothy person right. who who, are, who might be looking for him. Right. Still you know, hoping, exactly. have hope. Right. So that put to put them through that emotional roller coaster. Yeah. You know this remind me of. Did you ever see Candle Shoe? Never heard it's of it. It's a that. Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Jodie Foster was in it mm-hmm. from the 70s. Yeah, I guess if Jodie Foster was in it. <laughs> yeah, it's all. <old. laughs> yeah. It's all. And she was. But she was, plays this girl. Uh huh. This guy finds her on the street and sends her to this house to con this family into believing she's this long lost heiress. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's been done so many times. Yeah. Yeah. The, the missing kid, and then somebody comes back and claims to be that missing kid, and is, is it all. They almost get it, the but last, then they get discovered. Within the last. Four years, I want to say there's been like three or four of those those uh, titles. A whole series based on that. Mm. So, yeah. Well, that's, that's crazy. Shit, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So we have a teen who was fatally shot after knocking on the wrong door in Atlanta. This just makes me mad. Now you say, Dino. Well, that's not news, really. I mean, unfortunately, we've heard stories like this all the time. Yeah, we have. But you know what's usual? Usually, it's a a black kid knocking on the door of a white person, mm-hmm. and the white person uh, uh, shooting the, the 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 black kid for no reason or little reason. But this time, it was a black man. It was a black man that did it this time. I have a clip. Let's play the clip. A teenager in Atlanta knocked on the wrong door, and he got killed for it. That's according to police, who say the victim had just moved to the apartment complex and didn't really know his way around. It happened Friday night. Police say Daryl Bynes confronted 19-year-old Amarian Banks and shot him to death. A witness says the victim literally begged for his life. Bynes is now charged with murder. What if you're going hiking? What if we take a shortcut? There were other uh, circumstances in this, t- too. Like, I know that um, I'm not saying that this guy got, should, should have shot this kid. But didn't he have like his car was broken in or stolen recently? They, and yeah, he, they, actually, I think the house had been burglarized recently okay. as well. As a matter of fact, in this next clip, we have the cousin of the of the of the shooter who who was explaining the, the, the circumstances. He said that a teenager knocked on the wrong door at his own apartment complex. Now he's dead. The teenager had just moved to the apartment off Fairburn Road. Channel 2's Lauren Posen reports in southwest Atlanta on why the accused shooter's family says he fired in self-defense. He has five kids. He was literally protecting his family. They truck has been stolen this week. Right now, that's all they're trying to do is protect their family. Nikila Johnson didn't want us to show her face, but says she's the cousin of 32-year-old Daryl Bynes. He's charged in killing 19-year-old Ormarian Banks at the retreat apartments off Fairburn Road. This young woman, who also didn't want us to show her face, says she heard the gunshots. I seen him running around the corner, and all you heard was him saying, I'm sorry, it was the wrong door. Police say who she saw was Banks, who lived at this apartment complex with his girlfriend. Banks had just been dropped off by a lift. This is where the lift driver dropped off the victim right here. But the victim actually lived here. And you can see how similar Looks these the buildings same. look. I thought that did they change? just called his girlfriend, saying he was pulling up and to open the door. But he ended up at Vine's door. So he pleaded for his life. He was like, hold on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And the dude shot him. Police say Vine shot the teen from his balcony as he was coming down the stairs trying to get away. Johnson says her cousin only fired at Banks in self-defense. Vines is expected to go before a judge tomorrow in a jail courtroom. In Southwest Atlanta, Lauren Posen, Channel 2 Action News. Okay, a couple things. <laughs> uh, one, let me explain to uh, the listeners who couldn't see. The, it's a... Uh, um, 
like they're like uh, kind of like row houses or apartments, and there's several different units that are made identical, you know, cookie cutter. Like mm-hmm. they show picture of the kid's actual apartment, and then they show the kid of the apartment, the the picture of the apartment, and it didn't even look like the camera moved. <laughs> it looked exactly the same. Exactly the same. I thought it was. I was like, wait, what? So you know, it's a very easy mistake to make, even if it's broad daylight, even if you've been living there for 20 years, but. Factor in the fact that the kid, it was late at night and the kid just moved there, you know, and all he did was knock on the door. Right. So and I he know. shot him from the balcony. And I, I get that this guy was re- recently victimized and may have Maybe. been victimized. Because I don't know. I don't believe that was his cousin. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. didn't want to show their face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in, in any case, whether he was or wasn't, this like, come on now, you, you got to be more responsible than that when you using deadly force on somebody. Shoot from you. the balcony? You know, from and, the balcony. And, and, well, yeah, the guy is on the stairs saying, I'm sorry. What, like, what, self-defense? What kind of self-defense? What were you defending? Exactly. You were so much in fear that this person was going to come into your house and take something from you. But they apologizing to you and running away. And then I'm looking at the pictures, just just judging by the pictures, it looked like he had a hundred pounds on the kid. Easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Yeah. 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 Nineteen years old. Yeah, yeah he was a, a, like a thin, you know, normal. Like a little, not, like a knock knee kid. Not, not, uh, not uh, intimidating looking at all. No, Raj, from what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> looking like a very, very. Uh, Square kid, very you know, much decent kid, just like knocking on. Oh, you know, sorry, wrong, you know. And he's on the phone with somebody, right? Facetiming with his girlfriend. Like, well, how are you threat that threatened that you're gonna kill him? Like, I don't know. That's crazy. I feel like he was just so gung ho to shoot somebody yeah, for yeah. to vi- right? if if something right. did happen to him or his truck or his car. He was looking for that much vindication that he killed that little boy, Maybe. and I feel so sad. That's so hurtful. Maybe he's just an asshole. He, yeah. Maybe. That, that too. Know. That too. I, again, I don't believe that was his cousin. I don't believe that second witness that didn't want to show their face. Yeah. That, that actually sounded like Char. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's where Char. she went when she left the show <laughs> she went to, to Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> Real quick, though. Look at that. Oh That's hilarious. God. Don't trust either of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm his cousin. Don't show my face. <laughs> So have you guys heard about, there's been a couple of plane crashes, both Boeing planes that yeah. uh, cra- cr- crashed yes. recently. Well, they came out with a report of why they think this is happening, and it's not not looking good for Boeing. Yeah. I hate the word think. But, uh... I think they, they keep saying that they the think. on this either. Here we go. Here's the clip. There is a big development tonight in the investigation into the crash of a Boeing 737 MAX 8 jet. The company today admitted a faulty sensor was a major factor in the crash of an Ethiopian air flight, as well as a crash in Indonesia last October. 346 lives were lost in those two accidents. Chris Van Cleve is following this. We're deeply saddened by, and we are sorry for the pain these accidents have caused worldwide. For the first time, Boeing CEO Dennis Mullenberg is acknowledging that the flight control system on the 737 MAX may be to blame in both deadly crashes. It's our responsibility to eliminate this risk. We own it, and we know how to do it. The Mia Culpa followed the release of a preliminary report into the crash of Ethiopian Flight 302, which shows striking similarities to the Lion Air crash in October. Within 44 seconds of Flight 302 taking off, a sensor malfunctioned, activating the anti-stall system MCAS two minutes into the flight. 20 seconds later, it went off again, putting the plane into a dive. The pilots were able to pull up some before turning MCAS off, as Boeing instructed. But it was too late. The plane was losing altitude and gaining speed. The 
pilots were unable to regain control of the aircraft. About 30 seconds before the end, they turned the system back on. MCAS fired again, putting the plane into a 40-degree nosedive that reached 575 miles an hour. With an MCAS failure such as they suffered, the nose pitching down radically multiple times would create uh, literally the most difficult situation I can imagine in an aircraft. 24-year-old Sammy Astuma was one of the eight Americans killed on Flight 302. Obviously, this could have been prevented, and that's what makes me cry. Sammy's family announced a lawsuit today against Boeing. This is not an accident. This is something that could have been prevented and should have been prevented. Boeing believes it has a software update that fixes the issues with MCAS, but during the testing of that update, they found an issue with how it integrates with other systems. That's going to take a couple of more weeks to fix before the FAA can begin its approval process. Jeff? Still sounds like Boeing has a lot of explaining and work to do here. Chris, thank you very much. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Now, see, he mentions the FAA at the end, and I think they're partially responsible for this, too. Now, it's not entirely their fault because they are one of the government offices that have been affected by this, like, this notion of, like, the first the, the, the government shutdown mm -hmm. and making these uh, government uh, offices smaller. Mm. They also they're one of those branches or one of those offices of the government that they've had when they've had personnel that have left mm -hmm. like your job sometimes, Dino. Yeah, they just don't fill the position. Yeah. Mm. So they're understaffed and overworked. And so things like this, because I just I just read about this. They knew that the engine that was in it also not only was a sensor problem, but the engines that are in it are heavier than normal engines. And they're at the front of the plane. Right. Mm. So that's the other thing that as that started going down, as they started getting heavy and all tilting that weight. the ground, all that weight just causing the pick, pick up speed. Mm -hmm. And when they hit, the, it must have been a terrible last oh, moment my God. of life. However, when they impact, had, it was so quick because they was going so fast. Yeah. They were just here and then gone. Just, yeah. Those last few seconds of being in a, in an airplane and watching the ground come towards you, I can only imagine all that, but just for them to know that their sensors was fucked up and let all those lives fall in the balance, 346 people, though all those people have families. So you have to think like that number is multiplied by all the people that were affected. And for them to just let all that happen and they knew something was wrong and not to address it prior to, they should be held accountable, the FAA and Boeing. Yeah, they're going there's going to be a lot of lawsuits. Yeah. They are going to. Yeah, they're already losing money cuz all their planes have been grounded. Oof. Can't believe I was up on something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to some happier stories. <laughs> it's been a little bit down. I know. Oh it's been interesting, but crazy. Yes. We, well, I am so, so here for this next. I woke up this morning. Ooh. All the Soprano friends, fans know what that means. Mm -hmm. There is a Sopranos reboot in the works. Well, not a reboot, hey. a prequel. What? Yes, a Sopranos prequel. Mm -hmm. And James Gandolfini's real-life son is going to be playing young wow. Tony. I am here for this. Wow. I am so here for this. Wow. I've been wanting them to do some kind of Sopranos something yeah like, since the, the show went off yeah yeah something. i've been missing it and you know the 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 former cast michael imperioli who played um uh big tony's nephew christopher and um 
and the other actor, um, I can't think of his name, but he's on Blue Bloods now. He played uh, Tony's brother-in-law. They they're, they uh, are saying how happy they are about it, and they're here for it, and they know mm-hmm. they know Michael, which is uh, uh, James Gandolfini's Sorry. son's name, Michael uh, Michael Gandolfini, and he's a good kid. He's been working hard and this and that, and so I'm, I'm excited about it. And uh, yeah, he's he's a good-looking kid. He's a, he's a good looking, really good looking kid. Mm-hmm. Much much uh, much more handsome than his dad was. But, uh, <laughs> I think I mean, he looks no, like a young, no a young version. That's why it's so crazy. You know what? He do- you know, it's weird how how people can look alike and one like. Have you ever seen this thing where like two people look alike except one is attractive, one's unattractive? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. weird. How does that yeah. happen? But I think that he looks like an attractive, a much more attractive version because. Young James Gandolfini wasn't bad looking, Mm-mm. but he didn't look like his son. No, he didn't look like his son. Uh-uh. His son is good looking. Yeah. I met James Gandolfini on yeah. a couple occasions. I worked for him actually. Oh, okay. you know this? Did he look better in person? Hey, he looked, he looked like he looked on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this though: he was he was he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Oh, that's he's amazing. Kind of soft spoken. Cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I I was a temp for when his assistant went out of town. She was Canadian and she had to go out of town. And I worked on Sunset Boulevard in his office. Yeah. And he only came in literally one time. And then when I worked at HBO, he came in a couple of times. Wow. A meeting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the look for that. That should be coming out. I don't know exactly when it's coming out, but I think they're already uh, working on it. So, and uh, a little warning to all you pirates out there who like to download the Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. The Game of Thrones is the most heavily pirated, pirated uh, show mm-hmm. in history of television it even last year when it was had not been on for over a year it still led all of the pirated downloads with 17 <laughs> percent right right that's how popular it is which also makes it very dangerous to you people who are downloading them the 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 hackers and the 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 um pirates all of the well not the pirates but the uh the 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 id uh the identity thief people mm. and all all those criminals they love shows like Game of Thrones that are highly popular where you get millions of downloads because people take whatever they yeah, they hide they hide malware in those downloads. So ah. be very careful. You think you're downloading the show. You are downloading the show, but you're also downloading whatever virus. Whatever and... virus or Trojan or malware that's bundled with that that's working in the background of your computer you don't mm-hmm. even know. Mm-hmm. And it's doing all kind of stuff. It can do anything from allowing uh, someone to have remote access of your computer to like recording uh, sensitive information and mm-hmm. passwords, wow. all kinds of things like that. So be very careful when you guys, uh, if you guys decide to, not that I'm encouraging you to, I'm just saying if you, you know, are one of those people who download shows, be very careful. Um, the Walking Dead is the second um, most popular show. And they also have, um, you know, people doing that with those shows, with that show as well. So be very, 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 very careful. Wow. You decide to, to do that, you know, because it, it could uh, cost you in the long run. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's so true. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Empire News, even, with you know, due to the whole Jesse, uh, Jesse Smollett thing, it's at its uh, lowest ratings ever, they're saying. I'm not surprised. It's a scandal. But they have uh, decided that, you know, they're bringing him back. They're not, they're not giving, yeah, they're bringing him back for next season. Well, that's news. Yeah, that is news. And they're surprised. They're not, uh, they're not going to uh, fire him. So there you go. And I'm, you know, I'm not mad I'm, at that. I'm not mad at that. I'm, I'm not mad at that because, be yeah, because you know what? 
What's that uh, got to do with his acting? Exactly. I do believe he, he you know, he well, did whatever he could. But that's like, has to do between him and the law. That shouldn't cost him his job, I feel like. So. I mean, they, uh, they cut his episodes down, so it made it look like uh, they cared. Well, they, I think they were trying to respond in some sort of PR kind of way. Like, because they, there was, who knew at did the time they? was was go, no, well yeah, at the did. time when he was like allegations uh-huh. and things like that and he was going to go to jail I think they tried to play a little bit of a safe card like oh he won't be on this week's episode then they then they put him on the week after I didn't really notice because Empire like well, I was having this discussion with my nephew Deuce like TV nowadays they they, they take so many breaks and it, right. you know it would just mm. disappear for weeks at a time and then reappear right for like no apparent reason yeah I just stopped watching because I thought it was stupid along with a lot of other stuff and see, I currently yeah I, I hear you. Uh, I currently still watch it, um, and because I, I watch it with uh, with my wife. Okay. And uh, not that I think it's great television, because I don't. I do think it's entertaining. Mm. Once they tried to convince me that Chris Rock was some hard ass <laughs> gang <laughs> leader, yeah, that was. I'm that like, was, okay, I'm out. Yeah, Y'all was, not even trying to be real, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You're just putting on his friends now. <laughs> that was not good casting. <laughs> it was not. But yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really, I didn't really notice uh, because you know they have a ten, they have a, a pretty large cast. Yeah. And from week to week, you know, they may focus more on this person or less on that person for any given reason. You know, so I, I don't know. I didn't really, I, we we didn't really notice uh, a, a big absence of of Jesse or his his part or anything. But in any case, how could you not miss the gay Tupac? He's the. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, who, hey, who y'all think is the like the straight Luther Vandross? <laughs> Mm. Luther, tank. I said tank. I stopped. Oh, I was gonna say I stopped watching Empire after they tried to convince me that Lucius had lost his memory. I was out right then. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a hot mess of a show. Anyway, yeah, it is, but it is entertaining. On some level, if you can, it's a black show, so I ain't gonna shit on it. Disbelief, you know, <laughs> then yeah. Uh, so in other other stuff that there's a lot of stuff that are that's out and back right now. So I'm going to mention some of those right now. Um, Hulu's Light as a Feather, which I feel like is I'm the only person in the world watching that show. But since I have mentioned it on here before, I'll mention it again. It's been renewed for a second season. Well, somebody's watching it because it got renewed, right? Yeah, I, I don't know them. I don't right. know any, I don't know anybody who's watching that show besides me. So I feel like I'm just me. But clearly, you're right. But this show is based off that uh, the movie. Right, isn't it? Uh, I haven't. I don't it have could Hulu. Be. I didn't. I didn't see the movie, so I don't. I don't know for sure. The craft. The craft. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't I get a name. I did. I did. I haven't I seen the craft. I got, I got rid. Of, I got rid of Hulu. So I saw I the craft. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. No, the craft was. They were witches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Okay. Because no. you know they say light is the feather. Stiff is the board. Yeah. Right. So that's what I was thinking. You know, it, it's no. There's a, a like a, a kids game or whatever that that's kind of like you know the the impetus of, of the story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not, it's not based on that. Okay. So uh, anyway, um, it, but it, it is, it's, it's a decent, it's very decent, mm. you know, and, and it's different. What I liked about it is, uh, so that's coming back. Amazon's, I think last time I mentioned Hannah, I said uh, Hulu, but it's on Amazon, <laughs> Amazon Prime. Prime. Okay. You happy deuce? He pointed that out. You giving out misinformation. <laughs> it's Prime. Hannah is not on Hulu. It's on Prime. Well, you what? are you are journalism. Journalism, you know? gotta right? Got to right. get it right. Exactly. What's Hannah about? Yeah. Hannah is kind of a uh, kind of a CIA type thing, but with a girl. Okay. There was a movie out a couple years ago, and it's it's a, the series version of the movie. It's okay. Just like the movie, but they made a series about it. Okay. And it's uh you know I've only seen like maybe two or two episodes of it. 
But we're enjoying it so far. You know, we're enjoying it so far. Awesome. Like, she's like a teenager. Teenage she, CIA agent. Sort of. She's not actually a CIA agent. Her dad was a CIA agent. And for whatever reason, trying not to give too much away, they they go and they live sequestered or, or secluded, I guess is the better word, up in the, in the in the wilderness. For like Hannah's whole life, he takes her as an infant. And she's like 15, 16 years old now. And his whole life, he spends training her and getting her ready to enter into society because he knows that that there's people that are after her and different things like that. Wow. So, yeah. So it's pretty exciting. Oh, wow. That of, is interesting. A lot of adventure and things like that. And, okay. Uh, that That is back. Or I should say not back. It's out. This is the first season is out. Uh, Netflix has uh, dropped new seasons of Sabrina. Sabrina, uh, was it the chilling adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Thank, Witch? Oh, thanks, Satan. <laughs> Have you Hell heard the new one? We're just saying, what in heaven is going on around here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, can't wait, I can't wait to get back in. Yeah. Uh, I, I they like had, I'm not going to lie, I'm like, th- I'm like, I don't know how many episodes in right now. Um, but the first episode had me a little bit worried because Sabrina, the, this, this Sabrina, it's always been, you know, uh, rooted in, in feminism and whatever. Sabrina's that, you know, that new age type, you know, and she's fighting for women equality and all that stuff, which I'm totally on board with. And I'm on board with it, not because of the message or not because I'm for or against the message, but because of the way they were able to incorporate the message into mm. the show where it's not preachy and it's not over, it's not hitting you over the head. Right. The first episode scared me. The first episode of the second season because mm. it felt love kind of heavy-handed mm-hmm. and i was worried it was going to become preachy or whatever but i was like oh my god please don't let it turn into that and then i start i kept watching it and it's, it's not it's back to its old self okay Just that one episode was a little heavy-handed with the message mm. but um no it's 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 it seems to be just as awesome as the last season and awesome. shout out to uh was it tina our our super listener tina greenwood who uh she she uh, tagged me on on uh on uh Instagram saying it's back, Dino. It's back. That's so, what's up. Yeah, it's back, and, I, and I'm watching it. I'm in, and I'm sure Pippa be in pretty soon too because he liked it too. I love the show. Yeah, I just got Netflix now, so yay, okay. yay me. Cool. And um, I had watched that other Netflix show that uh, Pippa was saying about the the kids who are in my block. No, the kids who were in the house it's on Netflix. The kids who were in the house. Pip liked that show. He was talking about it, and then Pip I watched it. Yeah, that I mean they're grown. They're grown, but they oh, start the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay. So I got through the Umbrella Academy, and then I think I'm right. gonna go ahead and talk and go over to Sabrina. Okay. Cool. You also got you. You like Queer Eye too? Oh, I, I mean, I watched Queer Eye when it was on. No, the new Queer Eye on Netflix is awesome. Okay, I'm gonna watch right. that too then. So my block is another show that Pip and I both watched I on because that ended so weird. It did, and I thought I heard that it, I, it was canceled. Right. And I don't. I, I think I was right. I think it was canceled, but I think these they brought are it leftover, back. Are these leftover episodes or are no, these I don't. New I don't episodes? know. I, well, they haven't been aired on on Netflix before, so I don't know if they had already produced them. And, right. But I don't think it's been. I think it was canceled, and I think it's been uncanceled. All right. Well. So that's what I think I is going it, on. But I, it just ended so weird. But yeah. It, so my block is back for a second season now. Which one was my block? It's the one with all the kids from kind of like I guess East LA. Yeah. It's like a, uh, it's 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 like about four okay. about four friends of the um, uh, black and Latino. The main ma- main girl is black, and the uh, the other kids are Latino. And it's about basically the, them and their life over in like East LA growing up. Okay, and their friendship and just coming of age type thing. I thought my block was the uh, the LeBron James one. 
the LeBron James show that he had this is about the barbershop in the barbershop. Okay. Oh no, that was the barbershop. Oh yeah. shit! Well, there you go. Yeah, and that's on like HBO or Showtime or something like well, that. Well, there you go. I got Netflix. I'm trying to fill it up. Come on, so, Sabrina, my block. Um, and the Santa Clarita Diet. All right, Dino, roll it out. That uh, season was that season three or three. four? Three, three, I think. Three just dropped. Okay. That's, that's with Drew Barrymore and Timothy Olyphant. I'm gonna have tons to watch. And that is uh, that's a comedy. And it's it's a a, a, a zombie a zombie comedy zombie if you will yeah Ooh. there you go nice nice and I I like that show I like Drew and Timothy uh, and I like their chemistry together I like her daughter I like the, I like the whole cast I like her daughter and her, her little boyfriend uh, and all they, that they are my favorites it's, it's great <laughs> it's I think great. I heard about this show I'm it's excited a, it's, it's to watch a cool it little show it's, it's interesting it's kind of it's like a to me like a better version of I Zombie okay you know what I mean like it, it's not exactly the same but it is a, a comedy. About zombies, just like I Zombie, mm-hmm. but I, it's a lot better. Okay, to me, I like it. So, I'm sold on that one. Uh, and coming to Netflix on April 11th, we have Black Summer, which is basically Netflix uh, version of The Walking Dead. So I'm excited about that. What? Yeah, and uh, I actually have to have happen to have a trailer oh, for yay! you right here. So here. Like to hear? Here you go. <laughs> I was about to yell. It's uh, uh, and speaking of Walking Dead, I want to say this because I haven't heard. It. I'm sure. I'm sure there's been articles or somebody has mentioned it. I'm sure I'm not the only one who has caught this, but I just wanted to give them props for. I like how they have uh, have integrated some uh, people with disabilities into The Walking Dead, and they've done it uh, very realistically, and they've done it without like making them a spectacle or an object. It's like they're just they're just there. You know what I mean? Like they would be in real life. Like right. this girl happens to be deaf and this guy happens to be in a wheelchair. And now the wheelchair guy, they, some of the stuff was a little bit unrealistic with him, but you know, I, I'm willing to give him a pass. I just, for, and plus I like Daryl Chill Mitchell, Mitchell, who was a rapper. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who's a rapper who had a horrible uh, motorcycle accident mm-hmm. and is uh, now uh, a paraplegic and, uh, and an actor. He was started mm-hmm. acting before that, but right. yeah, he's continued to yeah, act. So he acted a lot. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, um, 
I, I love the fact that they have incorporated uh, these these people and that they have done it, like I said, without making a, a spectacle of it and just just realistically, seamlessly having these people in there like you would encounter in in real life. And I think it's great. And you know what? I And a lot of times TV shows, when they use um, disabled people, they don't really use disabled people. They'll use somebody that's not disabled and have them play a disabled person. Yeah. Well, in this case, they are using actual disabled people. And that is even... Oh, the actress? Is she actually yeah, deaf? Yeah, she's actually well? deaf oh, wow. as well. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a really big shout out then. Yeah, that's so I, I, I was just like... You know, take just like definitely props yeah, to them they for, that. All the props yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I thought that was yeah, that's incredible. Cool. Very much. Okay, let's just move it on here. Uh, Freeform's Cloak and Dagger is back. Um, and uh, okay, so now it is time for Dejan's dating. <laughs> world it's your girl Dijon Monique looking sweet as a treat this week and ready to drop some heat in honor of our 201st episode now this I know like car wash did <laughs> 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 not throw it back real real 70s but um so I know it's hard out there maneuvering through Oh, consistently texting me. Now, I know it's hard maneuvering through the dating game, but I'm about to plug y'all in, all right? Hook y'all up, and I'm, I'm about to risk it all just to let y'all know what not to say when you're drunk. Ooh. <laughs> now, I know it's hard not to use that liquid courage, but these are no-nos when looking for the right partner, okay? Number one. Ready to go back to my place? Mm. That is definitely a no-no. Number two, your blank is big. That's definitely a no-no. Do not comment on somebody's personal body parts, how much you like their body parts, no matter what, how you feel about them. All right? Number three, my spouse is out of town or my spouse is right here. Do you want to hook up? That's a no-no. If they have a spouse, how about you just leave that person alone? Number four, you're cute. You look like my kid. That's weird. Don't do that one, okay? All right, especially if there are kids around, just just keep to yourself, all right? Well, number five, if you have mommy issues or parent issues, okay, this is not the time to bring that up. You remind me of my dad or you remind me of my mom. You remind me of my Jeep. You remind me of my <laughs> you remind me of my Jeep. <laughs> Any of those things. No, no, no. You're not yourself when you're drunk. If you're going from hot to cold and cold to hot, you don't know if you want to hit or be hit on. <laughs> you know what? Just play it cool, all right? Don't say much. Don't expect much. Just be happy you're being t entertained by someone who finds you attractive. And just try not to throw up, all right? Now, those are my <laughs> tips for this time. I'll have more for you next time. Hopefully, it won't come with any asterisks. 
So if you're not drunk, it's okay to ask those questions? Yes, it's perfectly fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. Uh, okay. You look like the lady. Okay, our question of the week actually is from a couple weeks ago. We took a week off from our question of the week for to celebrate our 200. But uh, it was, if you could witness any historical event, what would it be? Damon Stanifer says, Damon Weasel Stanifer said, maybe the meeting between Peter and Paul. Oh, take it back. Charlie Floyd said, the burning of the Library of Alexandria. Mm. Okay, he's deep with it. Aaron Johnson said, how far back? Do I get to to watch it from? <laughs> I'm black as fuck, Dino. They would lynch me or straight up just shoot me. LOL. Ooh, okay. That's what I was wondering too. Sherazar <laughs> random ass Zeno says to see any of the women Egyptian pharaohs rule. Okay. Momo said Momo. I would like to document the life of Nikolai Tesla. Hmm. Okay. Bobby Holiday says some really cool <laughs> Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Zane Smith said the resurrection. Yes. LJ says, can I bring the info back to the future? The the drafting of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Okay. Chad Samuel Jr. says the Jesse Owens competing in the 1936 Nazi Germany Olympics. That's right. Reginald Stewart said the parting of the Red Sea. Okay. Auntie Nina said... When God said, let there be light, and earth things started popping off. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Gwen Turner said, the resurrection of Jesus, although the walking on the water would be good, too. All right. Makila Harris says, Prince playing at the George Harrison Rock and Roll Hall of Fame tribute. Mm. Watching the video ain't enough. Mm-hmm. Anything before 1970, I'd be too scared to, to go back in time unless I could go back as a white person which it wouldn't have, which I wouldn't do because I won't give up my, my black. I'm not giving my black back. That's right. Uncle Powers, Uncle Pastor Powers says the squabble between David and Goliath. Okay. The squabble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, okay. So that is, uh, that's it. So we go take it in studio now. And with Mr. Pip Lilly, what would be the historical event that you could spy out, Pip, if you could? I try to think of something really great and vast. You know, there's a lot of time in history mm-hmm. to yes, choose from. Yes, it is. A lot. But I'm actually going to go only, like, just a little bit over 50 years ago. I would have loved to actually been at the March on Washington to see Dr. King speak at, yes. nice. at, that, at that event. It just seemed like that would have been, like, such an awe-inspiring event. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. I've, so I've been crying. Choose. What about you, Dijon? Well, I was a little bit torn because it's a lot because it's a lot of history, yeah. but also our as an African American, our hit, mm-hmm. our history is tumultuous. Yeah. So I would want to go back to maybe see something like the Underground Railroad. I would love to have seen that, but I would also be scared to yeah. to to go back in time and see that. So yeah. I would have to say hard down when NWA went to perform at the White House. Ooh. Yes, okay, me okay. crip walking. I'm down. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna pull a DD with my answer, which means I'm a cheat and not <laughs> keeping with the rules 100. percent Okay, so I 
the only way I could come up with an answer would be to make this addendum. Like, I want to see a, a historical event, but I don't want to just see it the way, like, the mass has seen it. I want to see an event that has a question that that is, you know, followed us throughout history, and we don't know the answer. That's and I want to be able to see the answer. Ah, So right. not just the event. I want to see the actual answer, like, who killed Kennedy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, who killed Tupac and mm-hmm. who killed Biggie? Mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. That's, the, yeah. those, that's what I want to know. There you go. That's what I would like to there see. There you go. <laughs> I'm with him. I'm with him on that. I want to know. Inquiring uh, yep. minds want to know. Yep. I want to see, see that. My other thing was actually, I, w- I, w- I would love to actually see a funeral ceremony from ancient Egypt. Oh, because we always have these questions now about the t- the, 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 tomb. the pyramids, the mummies. Yeah, that. I love to just like sort of see like what happened. Like, how, what was that really all about? You see what, what I'm saying? I like that. Okay, so now we have uh, some mail from Miss uh, Diamond Crafting. Uh, Dijon, would you like to read it? No. A friend is holding a grudge, but too busy to talk about it. What do you do? Throw away over ten years of friendship, or just sit and wait? Sincerely, Diamond Crafting. All right, thank you, Diamond, so much for that, uh, for that, for that letter. Okay, Pip, what would you do, or what, what, how would you advise Diamond Crafting to handle this situation? What do you think? The friend is holding a grudge against you, but they're too busy to talk about. You know what? I let it go. That's what I do, honestly. That that would be that would. I, I feel like I've been in this situation before. Mm-hmm. And if people want to hold grudges and you're trying to let go and you're trying you trying to get over it and they don't want to, there's nothing you can do. It's on them now. At a certain point, it's they got to do something. All you all you can do is keep loving and keep moving because that's just a weight at that point that they are holding. Okay, uh, Dijon, what would you advise Diamond to do? Um. Advise Diamond to hmm, let's see. A friend is holding a grudge but too busy to talk about it. What do you do? Throw away over 10 years of friendship or just sit and wait? I don't know if you want to sit and wait. That's up to you to do, but yeah. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I don't think tough. I don't I don't that's think you should answer? sit and wait. You don't think she should sit and wait? No. So you okay. Well, okay, this is what I say. You can't force someone to talk about something that they're not ready to talk about. Mm -hmm. And if their schedule is truly that busy and you really have 10 years invested, I would wait. wait, I'd be patient and wait for a more opportune time, you know, um, for either their schedule to light up some and for the feelings to kind of subside. You know, I don't know how long Diamond has been waiting on this person, but I guess that, you know, you could put a, a limit on it if you want. But that's that would be my advice. If it's a friendship that I feel like is worth saving, I would continue to wait until the person was ready uh, to to sit down and talk and hash it out. Some so, friendships are like that, though. Yeah. Like if you can get over something in a minute, and some of them might take a, a well, quite a while. Take a while, right? And then once that, if you if you are willing to do the work of just like you know, I'm just gonna keep loving and waiting, and they and it's meant to come around, then they come back around. Yeah. And, and then you you might feel bad about the years you didn't have or time you didn't have. But it'll come back around. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just time to move on. Exactly. It, it happens, you know. Exactly. You can spend 10 years building new friendships. Yep. There you go. All right. Uh, so let's see. We have uh, Mr. Uh, Matthew Crabtree who posted on Pip's page. Oh, I love Crabby. I have been I have been weekly shiz knitting just to hear your <laughs> voice. Hashtag. And I don't do podcasts, but I like it. Shout out, Matt. I saw Shout that post. Shout out to Matt. That yeah. was what's up. Yes, it was. That's what's up. Thank you, sir, for listening, even though you don't really and, get down uh, like that. 
And I just want to throw out um, a little side note for Diamond. Um, I'm not holding no grudge against you. If you're listening right now, I'm not holding a grudge against you. I asked you a question or do you have a problem with me? Do we have any problems because of the incident that happened? So you never gave me an answer. I'm waiting for my answer. There's that. Okay. And uh, now we have our voicemail. Okay. And uh, let's see. Well, we'll do that. Okay. So, and we have a voicemail from uh, Mr. BTG. Jean Monique, I need some uh, some oatmeal raisin uh, CBD cookies. If you could, you know, bake that up. You do CBD? You got some CBD gummies? I need some. You got some CBD oil? Am I putting your business out there? <laughs> I hope you back. If you're not back, if, look, I'm gonna let you. Let me. Okay, look, I'm about to start. <laughs> if you're not back in that goddamn skin, <laughs> uh, we might have some. Oh my so god! Just be there. Just be there, cause I don't. I don't want to. Anyhow, <laughs> I do have. Uh, I got. I got too high type of story that I wanted to share with you. I might keep it though for like next week or whatever. I just wanted to make sure I wanted to say, look, I, we got to link up because eventually we just got to do, you know what I mean? I need to see what I need to see what you got. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not supposed to be eating a lot of sweets. I'm trying to cut that sugar or whatever. We got to figure out something. Um, yeah. And that's, a, and that's about it. I love oatmeal raisin. Don't you like oatmeal raisin? Cause I do. They're like the best ever, but they don't are. put walnuts. What? Like people that put, oh, you're like you can't put peanuts and walnuts in every, you know what I'm saying? Like I let you get away with it with the brownies. <laughs> you sound like you high now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For a reason, not oatmeal raisin, walnut. That's just BTG was high dialing. He was. He left us a high voicemail, but I appreciate all the love. And yes, I can make you some CBD, whatever you want. I really don't like gummies um, too much, but I can make you any type of delectables you want. Yes, I do make oatmeal cookies with raisins and without. I can make you some CBD. I can get you some CBD. Without walnuts. Without walnuts. (laughs) Sorry, raisins. You know, it's our 20th anniversary, so everything is backwards. But um, yeah, no, you're not putting my business out there and i appreciate you for bringing it up the name of of my business is grammatical edibles and yeah right now i'm doing a lot of stuff for dispensaries because but 420 is coming up so if you guys want anything medicated products um put your I, order in now. yes put your order in now please before the 15th um i have almond croissants aka almond cushions i have bud balls which are like don't you guys some ass space on our show <laughs> I make mini cookies, oh, all type of cookies, oatmeal, chocolate chip, butterscotch, shortbread cookies, Rice Krispie treats, cakes, custom cakes, bars, anything that you want. And yeah, so just whatever. It's fine. It's fine, BTG. Thank you. Okay. So, and our question for next week is, what is the app that you do not think you could live without? Your yes. number one favorite app that you find yourself using the most time and time again, first thing in the morning, last thing at night, whatever. What's, what's that app? We're curious to know. So let us know. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Oh, so that's it. So for uh, Dijon Monique. Just the girl in my world. For Pip Lily. Jam. <laughs> I'm Dino Riz and holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail. 
and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.